Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Sarah Baumert. I am a yoga teacher, Feldenkrais practitioner, and host of the Sarah B. Yoga podcast. The Sarah B. Yoga podcast and my practice, Body Matter, is an interdisciplinary learning space where we explore the many ways that movement can help facilitate body acceptance and awareness, reduce pain and stress, regulate the nervous system, and build strength and ease. My teaching plays with the synthesis of Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement lessons, traditional yoga asana, creative imagery, breathing exercises, self-massage, and a compassionate mindset to help you feel a greater sense of ease and comfort in yourself. Serebi Yoga and Body Matter have a lot of other program offerings. These podcasts are just a taste of my teaching. Each week, I teach a range of online classes, including a gentle yoga class, a level two class for more advanced students, and Feldenkrais classes with monthly themes, anatomy lessons, and Q&A sessions for more in-depth study. I have two new courses starting at the end of February. One is my continued Monday night blending of yoga and Feldenkrais class. This series will have a focus on the pelvic floor, the psoas, and the abdominal complex. Each class will use pelvic floor mapping as an entry point for a well-rounded practice. The second course is the secret language of the arms, where we will explore Feldenkrais lessons that offer the hidden potential within the upper body. You might imagine this scenario. You go to just grab your phone and check on something, and before you know it, that kind of gripping action of your hands of holding the phone starts to create a tension that travels up your arms to your neck, to your jaw, to your chest. You might even realize that you've been holding your breath, and you're somewhat lost in this digital world as your body braces. And for what, really? We've all been there uncomfortable with the tension that comes from our technology, where the strain travels from our fingertips up through our arms, into our shoulders, our chest, even to our foreheads. And none of us are immune to these kinds of modern day scenarios. So in this series, The Secret Language of the Arms, each lesson will include two components. We'll move from microcosm to macrocosm and connect the dots along the way. So you can think microcosm, an exploration of the articulation and functional coordination of the smaller joints, like the fingers, the wrists, the elbows. And then we'll expand outwards, discovering how your arms integrate with the whole self, feeling the way your spine, your ribs, even your legs and your feet, how they contribute to the harmony of the movement of your arms. No Feldenkrais lesson is complete without an integration of the whole self. While there will be this focus on the upper extremities, these will be whole body lessons. You can find a link for these two new spring courses that start at the very end of February, beginning of March. Find all of that in the show notes or just visit body-matter.com. I hope to see some of you there. Okay, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of the Sarah B. Yoga Podcasts. I'm Sarah Baumert, your host and teacher. I teach a slow, alignment-based yoga practice that is influenced by my training in the Feldenkrais Method. Today's class is a yoga nidra class that includes some very subtle body attention. 
my yoga nidra classes have been some of the most popular podcast episodes and so I'm hoping to put out some more here in the future. This is a great class if your eyes are starting to feel fatigue, if you are feeling any kind of burnout or anxiety, if the body needs a reset or a rest, if you're having trouble sleeping, or if you just generally need a restorative practice. If you like this class, you can find more subtle body Feldenkrais audio classes on my website. For my schedule of live online classes on Zoom and self-paced yoga and Feldenkrais courses that include video, those can be found at my website, body-matter.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a quick review on iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to donate to help keep these podcasts coming, there's a donate button in the show notes. Any small offering helps with the time and resources to keep these podcasts alive. And I would love to hear from you about how you are liking these new episodes. Okay, let's begin. So to begin, please lie on your back. And let me just give you a few suggestions, a few ways that you might take care of yourself as you set up for Shavasana. So one option is to lie with your body flat on the floor with nothing at all supporting you underneath besides the floor. Another way is to support the underside of your knees with a bolster or a rolled up blanket. You can take the bolster right under your kneecaps or you can pull the bolster up a little bit more towards the top of your hamstring fiber. And that can really help the pelvis and the sacrum relax down. So depending on the shape of your lower back, that blanket underneath your legs could feel really good. You may also want to have a very small lift under the back of your head, a folded blanket, maybe half an inch or an inch or so of something underneath your head. Also make sure you're warm enough, so put on an extra layer or you could take a blanket and place that over you. We will be doing some work with the hands on the face and on the eyes. So if you tend to do Shavasana or Yoga Nidra with an eye pillow on, you can use that eye pillow to begin with, but just know that at certain moments you may need to take it off and place it back on. So taking this time to really settle on the floor, think of filling up your space. Notice the legs long, maybe there's that soft bend of the knees because of the bolster underneath the legs. And just find the distance apart of the two legs that gives a sense of resting with the legs. So we really are looking to empty before we begin, taking a moment to drop. Dropping into the horizontal 
a lot of yoga is oriented to the vertical uplifting. So this is not so much about the vertical, this is all about the horizontal, allowing your body to spread on the floor, and noticing how it relates to the earth. And feeling what this process is like of settling, of surrendering your weight to the floor, through the legs, the weight of your pelvis, and finding this way of settling that you could feel like the bones of your spine can move in the direction of the floor. Not that you're pulling them to the floor or activating anything, but just sensing their weight. And just by sensing the, the weight of the spine and the support of the floor underneath you, it's almost as though the spine lengthens and creates this distance between the pelvis and the head. And allow the shoulders to spread and move in the direction of the floor. And if you have any last adjustment to make, you can fidget for a moment until you really start to commit to becoming quiet and still. Beginning with pratyahara, the softening of the senses, Allow your eyes to seep inward. Sense the space behind your eyes, the way that the bones of the skull are perfectly shaped to hold your eyes. Can you allow the eyes to drop deeper towards the back brain, feeling that support of the skeleton. And let your ears draw inward. You may notice the sounds of your room and you're aware of the voice that you're listening to, but the ears also have this gentle attention inward. Noticing the skin around your jaw, in front of your ears, around your lips, and then sensing the inside of your mouth, moving your lower set of teeth a bit away from your upper set of teeth if they're touching, beginning to draw completely empty of tension or activity inside of your mouth, especially if you've had a lot of stress, emotional, psychological pressure on yourself today or this week. Really letting your jaw 
be empty of tension as if the bottom set of teeth, your jaw bone, where the bottom set of teeth are connected, could drop and widen. So that there is plenty of space inside the mouth, this inner cavity of the mouth has width, space for your tongue. The tongue can be broad. The tip of the tongue may gently touch the back of your two front teeth. The root of the tongue can widen and soften towards the throat. And sense the whole face, sensation of your face. And then bring attention to your left arm, your left hand. And bring your left hand to your forehead so that your left hand is resting on your forehead similar to how you might place your hand on a child's forehead to feel their temperature. So as your left hand rests on your forehead, the fingers are pointing to the right. And you can let the palm of your left hand mold around the shape of your forehead. And then feel if you're using any extra effort in your left shoulder, Noticing the shoulder joint, the elbow joint, the wrist joint, and just feeling if it's the most comfortable place for it to be. And simply sense the weight of your left hand on your forehead. Maybe the left hand itself could soften a bit, encouraging the forehead to do the same. Does the left hand being on the forehead, does it bring some attention to the forehead and these small muscles? Can the weight of the hand on the forehead help this area soften? the skin, the thin muscle underneath the skin of the forehead. You may feel clearly the bone here and directly behind the forehead, the frontal lobe of the brain, which is very good at planning and organizing and analyzing. You may even feel some noise or activity there and seeing if the left hand being on the forehead can simply invite that to quiet down. 
And with your left hand on your forehead, keeping the neck very passive, gently roll your head to the right, a very small amount, just what feels very easy, effortless. And then bring your head back to the middle. Using your left hand, gently putting just enough pressure into the forehead. Maybe you first feel that you move the skin of the forehead to the right, and then you make pressure towards the bone as you roll the head to the right. And then you bring the head back to the center. And do that two more times, going slower than you have been. Noticing what your eyes tend to do as your head rolls to the right. And noticing your breathing. And then gently bring your left hand down when you're finished with those two rolls to the right and let your rest, let your left arm rest, the left shoulder rest. Come back to the sensations of the face the two sides of your face. Notice what's happening with your breathing. Breathing in and out through the nose. The breathing might be quiet, more shallow as we are not exerting a lot of effort. Notice where inside your body you feel there's movement, where the movement of the inhale begins. And just follow what direction there's an expansion in your torso as you inhale. And notice as you exhale in the air, exits the body the feeling of emptying the lungs, of deflating that area, that felt expansion. And slowly bring your right hand to your forehead in the similar way that your left hand was there. So as your right hand begins to rest on your forehead, the right fingers will be pointing to the left and your thumb can be close to the index finger. And then feel how you're organizing the right arm. Can you release any effort in your right shoulder, the right wrist, and the actual fingers of the right hand? Is sensing the weight of your hand on the forehead.
and let the right hand just begin to move the skin of your forehead a little to the left and back to the middle. Can you be so curious, so gentle that you feel that you just move the skin, the skin of the forehead and the muscle behind that is beginning to be receptive as it softens. And now feel if you just give a little bit more effort into the forehead with the right hand, just enough that you start to feel more of a contact with the bone, that you could roll the head to the left a small amount with your right hand and then bring the head back to the middle. And do this a few times. It could be half an inch that you roll the head. And as you feel the head moving, can the tongue be soft, the throat, the muscles of the neck, feeling effortless as the head gently moves. Good. And when you're done with this last rolling of the head to the left, bring your right arm down. And feel both arms. Can you have your palms facing up? Sense the weight of both arms. Come back to your eyes. Notice what is happening in the field in front of your eyes. Your eyes are closed. But do you still see anything? The field in front of your eyes or to the sides of your eyes, above or below? Do you see any kind of movement? And again, sense the weight of your eyes, the weight in this relationship to gravity. Still with your eyes closed, notice where you are looking. Or what is the orientation of your eyes, the neutral resting place for your eyes? So the invitation is to explore this with your eyes closed. Another way of asking it is, if your eyes were open, what would you see? Would you see what's right in front of you? Would you be looking downward towards your feet? And now bring both hands 
towards your eyes so that you can cover the right eye with your right palm and the left eye with your left palm. The very center of your palms will be over the eye, but there will be no pressure on the eye. So you're looking to create a seal around each eye with the perimeter of your palm. And your fingers can come to rest on your forehead, and some of the fingers might come all the way up to touch some hair. You're leaving a space for your nose, so you can still breathe. And just feeling how you can create this seal around the eyes so that no light is coming through but you're not putting any kind of pressure onto the eyeball or eyelid itself. But the perimeter of your palms really feels the bony structure around your eyes. And stay like this and notice with your eyes closed and this more darker moment, what do you see? Is it really black? Is it not black at all? Is it gray? Or do you seek some kind of swirling or movement? Begin to look for a place that is dark, that is black or darker even if it's not completely black. Looking for a place that is dark and still. So if you see a black dot or a few black dots, see if you can focus in on one black area and imagine that you could enlarge that black area, that that black area begins to fill your field of vision. Imagining as if the whole surface, the whole area that you can see is black. And whether or not that happens for you, whether or not you can Make that happen is not important. Just begin the process of finding a dark area, letting your eyes settle on that spot, and feel if you could magically begin to make more of the space black and quiet. So there's this expansive field of black. Good. And keeping your eyes closed, slowly start to take your hands away from your eyes and just notice that some light may start to come in. But do leave your eyes closed and bring your arms back down to the floor alongside your body with your palms facing up if that's comfortable.
feeling your limbs, your two legs, your two arms, sensing them drop. Imagine the limbs completely dropping. Letting your breath become very soft. The breath itself might become very small. And you begin to seep inward even more the way that a a little crab on the beach would retreat into a hole or retreat into its shell. So your senses begin to do that. They begin to draw inward and become curious about this vast internal space. With your eyes still closed, with your right eye, start to look towards your right foot. The attention of your right eye is at your right foot. Sense the right foot looking down, not lifting your head, but just shifting the attention of your right eye to your right foot. Can you move your right eye from the foot to your right ankle and towards the right knee? And when you look with your right eye, you may feel that your left eye follows, but you have the intention of the right eye looking down towards the right knee. And now move up from the right knee towards your right hip joint. From your right hip joint up the right side of your torso, the right side of your chest to the right shoulder. Up the right side of your neck and even imagining seeing the right side of your face. Your right eye is seeing the right side of your face. Your right ear, the right cheek, the right side of your lips. And then begin to move the right eye its attention downward again, down the right side of your neck to your right shoulder, to the right side of your chest, the right side of your belly, to the right hip, down the right side to your right knee, down the lower right leg to your right ankle, 
your right eye is looking towards your right ankle and then towards your right toes. And again, with your right eye, begin to move up the right side of your body. Up the right leg to your right hip. Up the right side of the torso to your right shoulder. All the way up to the right side of your face. Let the right eye see and sense the right side of your face. And begin to move the attention of the right eye back down the right side of the body. And as you do this, as you move the attention down the right side of the body, some places you may have to just move past as if you don't even notice some places with your eyes, other places may be more clear. Sensing the area that the eye's attention moves to. And let that rest, just pause. Letting go of that direction with your right eye. And notice the practicing of moving your eye like that. Did it shift anything about how you sense yourself? Maybe how the two sides compare. Feel the way that the right side of you meets the floor compared to the left side of you. Sense the right side of your face compared to the left side of your face. Just seeing if you can notice differences. Does something feel longer, wider, more flat, lighter? heavier. And now we will begin to do the same thing with the left eye. So your eyes are closed, but with your left eye, look down towards your left foot. Notice which part of your foot you are seeing with your left eye or imagining. And then bring the attention of the left eye up towards your ankle, towards your left knee. And the left eye moves from your left knee up the left thigh to your left hip. And you can go as slow as you need continuing up the left side of your torso, 
the left side of your chest, your left shoulder, all the way up the left side of your neck to the left side of your face towards the left ear. Can your left eye see or attend to or look at the left side of your face? And then track it back down the left side. The left eye slowly tracks down the left side of the neck, the left shoulder, the left side of your chest and left ribs and waist, down to your left hip, the left side of your pelvis, down your left thigh to your left knee, down to your left ankle, and the left foot. And slowly with your left eye, track back up the left side as if your left eye is looking at these points. And you may feel that there is movement in your eye. So you are very gently exploring the eye looking up the left side of you and then back down the left side of you. And gently pause, let the eyes rest, and sense yourself after looking at the left side. Did that make any difference? Do you sense how you meet the floor differently? How do the two sides compare? And now with both eyes, take both eyes and converge them towards your belly. So both eyes begin to look at your belly button, at your navel. So you feel the eyes converge towards the center point. And slowly begin to widen the eyes to the sides of the pelvis. The right eye looks to the right side of the pelvis and the left eye towards the left side of the pelvis. Feeling what it's like to move your eyes simultaneously apart. Going slowly. 
it's almost like a peripheral vision that the eyes, the attention of the eyes widen. Your right eye is looking towards your right hip and your left eye is looking towards your left hip. And then let both eyes converge towards the central navel point. And let the two eyes move apart and diverge, moving to the two shoulders. Your right eye looks towards your right shoulder and your left eye looks towards your left shoulder. And again, converge your eyes towards your navel. And separate or diverge your eyes towards the two sides of your pelvis. And let that rest. Now shift your attention to your right palm, the fingers of your right hand. Can you sense the shape of the right hand, the folded fingers? And just notice what you do with your eyes as you attend to your right hand. Can you be aware of your right hand and your breathing simultaneously? Noticing the very minute pause or space between your inhale and your exhale. And now bring your attention to your left hand, the palm, the shape of your fingers, the amount that the fingers are folded in or the space between the fingers. Bringing attention back to your breathing. And one of my favorite quotes from Mary Oliver that may support you in this moment of rest, of stillness. Today I'm flying low and I'm not saying a word.
I'm letting all the voodoos of ambition sleep. The world goes on as it must. The bees in the garden rumbling a little, the fish leaping, the gnats getting eaten, and so forth. But I'm taking the day off. Quiet as a feather. I hardly move, though really, I'm traveling a terrific distance. Stillness. One of the doors into the temple. Taking a full breath in and out, feeling the shaping of the lungs. When you are ready, you can bend your knees and plant your feet on the floor. And roll yourself to one side. And gently transition to sitting. And to the rest of your day or evening. Are you enjoying this podcast? I've chosen to offer these audio recordings freely for over 15 years. I do this because research shows yoga, yoga nidra, and Feldenkrais to be valuable practices, those which I would like to share widely. Dana, the Buddhist practice of generosity, has always been a pillar of my business. And more generally, Dana is the inclination to give to give without expecting any form of repayment. It does, however, take a fair amount of time, effort, and cost to maintain and keep the podcasts available. If you feel you've benefited from what you've learned from these classes, then please do consider making a contribution towards the maintenance and upkeep of the classes. It will help ensure that I can continue to offer the podcast classes freely and keep generating new material. Give what you can, give what feels good. If it's too little, it won't feel good. If it's too much, it won't feel good. Links to support the show monetarily can be found in the show notes. And other ways to give include sharing the podcast with others, leaving a five-star rating and review, or just sending me an email with how the classes have affected you. Thanks so much.